Thanks everyone and welcome to the OK Roundtable. I'm Kim Six. I'm Mort. And I'm Fought. And today the OK Roundtable is brought to you by Outside Brushing Your Teeth and Water. Uh, so outside, it's that uh, big open place that you probably you're probably not currently in because you're listening to us talk right now. So outside is the not so new exciting place where everything can happen. Weddings, parties, concerts, sporting events, and more. The non-denominational possible creator of Outside would like us to remind you to please, just go outside. Outside. It's got vitamin D. And uh, also cancer. You can't be outside for too long. Stay in the shade, you know, whatever. But outside, it's good for you. Helps, helps with depression. Uh, and that's what I hear is a problem with people in, like, the northern countries and, like, the northern states. They don't get enough sunlight, so they get all they get all sad. You don't you don't want people to get all sad, so like go outside, try it. Uh, but also be, be be wearing clothes because that's not cool if you're not unless you're sunblock. Unless you're sunblock. a designated area that allows you to not have clothes, probably probably should have clothes because uh, other people are also outside, and you wanna you wanna not seem inappropriate. That'd be great. All right. So like, I just want to I just want to kick this off. I nearly got run off the road this week. Cool. Like fun time, dude. So like I don't know if you guys have ever. I know Nick, you deal with a ton of bad traffic, and I you bitch about it all the time. Yep. Like constantly. I because I drive for work, so I'm on the road all the time. Yeah. So I I was like, I was in the right lane, and I'm I'm just like going and there's a part there's a section that has two stoplights back to back because it's, it's one of those kinds of intersections you know it has so many this is where you can go in and out because it's going around and around here's a major overpass over it so lots of things happening here at this intersection so the lights turn green which means that the ones that are coming in that can come in this way just turn uh, red well someone thought they could beat the red fucking light but like, I think I think that they were caught like in the middle, and then like, it turned red. They thought they could beat it. They couldn't beat it. And then they were like debating: Do I, do I turn in still? Do I not? So it was this big old enterprise truck, and so I'm on the right lane. This jeep is like, so I'm here. Here's this jeep. Here's this enterprise truck. And as we're crossing the intersection, the the, the truck is like, I think I'm gonna. I'm turning in now. And so the Jeep was kind of like, I could see it from back here. I'm like, I don't know if the Jeep knows what to do. If they're going to, if they're going to get in the lane in front of me or if they're just going to, and I was like, okay, you're hesitating. I'm going to slow down a bit. And then out of nowhere, the truck goes, I'm committing. Like, and he fucking runs in. <laughs> and so the Jeep's like, uh, uh, and like, I can't do, I change lanes. And so he just kind of like, sharply turns this way instead of like properly turning the lane so he right. does this way and so now i'm like okay like now i'm slowing super slowing down hitting the brakes I'm like uh i am now like here's the the bumper strips my car just goes like all right i'm on, I'm on the outside of the road now like good and then all three of us just kind of at the same time did this like <laughs> and i'm like all right yeah. fucking fantastic this is good this is a great way to start my day <laughs> it was the most awful thing. Oh, uh, but no, you you know I deal with the same kind of shit because you've seen my dash cam, which, oh, which I now have I because know. of yeah, you post you know, that. 
Yeah. I, I, it took me a while. I was like, wait, was that Nick? Uh, oh, yeah. That's, that's me. <laughs> that's his dash cam footage. And then him yelling. I bought one for, I bought one for Lauren. Yeah, me yelling right after. Uh, the sound's not good either, so it's really crackly. It really uh, does feel like uh, early 2000s security footage, the, the audio of it. The video's exactly fine, but the audio's like, like what? The, yeah, what? like, like it, it was muffled, and I thought it was just like, like somebody like muffling it so they don't like. Yeah, I thought hear you them saying that. like, like c- censoring yourself. Yeah, no, that's just what it sounds like. I was trying to yell. That's audibly. a bad word. So like, it sounded like you were like holding your hand over the speaker so people wouldn't hear what you were trying to say. But no, it just naturally like. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Nick's voice, but it's really hard to tell because it's really fucking muffled there. It's 100% my voice. Yeah. No, I, I constantly yell when driving. I have a soft top Jeep, so, you know, there's nothing to keep sound out. So people can hear my opinions when I yell at them. Uh, you dumb bastard! Like what? That, that person, I literally got a, got alongside and just yelled constantly about what a dash cam was and how she was on it, about to kill me and things like that. Uh, yeah. I'll have footage. <laughs> like, do you see this little box here? This means that when you hit me next time, I'm gonna own your car. See, here's here's the thing about like why I'm kind of what like uh, about getting a dash cam because then you'll hear my music. And I feel like if that ever came up in court, you're going to hear shit like Dance Gavin Dance and the Gorillas playing as I'm like driving and getting into a fucking wreck. Okay, you want to hear even better? <laughs> so Soft Top Jeep is not good guy. sound insulation at all, right? So right. I can't hear anything if I'm just playing you know, music through my speakers. Mm-hmm. So I use headset, little earbud things with you know like one or two ears in. So I'll be listening to music in my earbuds uh-huh. and then singing along with it badly so there's no music but they can hear there's no singing. music but just me singing crackly because the audio is terrible so if i die y'all y'all have fun with that there's gonna be like an hour's worth of video of me just singing terribly i think this is the last thing that he's saying before before it's like oh no <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be uh... yep that's that's and it I will, I will play it there at the funeral just to be like <laughs> this is his last few love. moments he loved me love oh <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so <clears throat> really briefly i think this is great and i think that every other uh tournament should probably do it so the official Yu-Gi-Oh tournament organizers have added in a clause to the tournament contract that says if you basically if you smell like shit you will be penalized so they're adding a <laughs> hygiene clause to encourage Yu-Gi-Oh players to shower it is a Good. legit thing that they added to their tournament rules and I want to know what the penalty will be. Do you start off with less life points? Like straight up disqualification. I don't even want to. You're one step to... closer to the shadow realm. All you have to do is just no. Take I mean straight up. Just, just make it disqualification automatic. Like if I can smell you without having to go in and look for it, you're just out. It just I make can... it no tolerance, and then people won't even run the risk. They'll just show up clean. If I can smell you from a table away, you're out. If I can, if I can smell out. you from. 
Yeah, if, if you're if we're on the same table, and if I can just smell you, it's like, oh. Like, okay, so how do you enforce that rule? I mean, you, you, you have to have someone who has the ability to approach these people who are probably not, like, you know, socially gracious themselves and go and tell them, uh, hey, um... Oh, did you should take a shower? You, you, you can't... We're gonna have to penalize you because you, cause you smell. Like you smell a bit. Or or are you the guy... Or is there gonna have a guy? I would like a guy that's there at the entrance of the tournament. And, like, uh, as you're registering... <laughs> Just uh, smell you. Lift up your arm. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you, you, you got, like... You gotta put on some deodorant before your match begins. Just like you have to have someone who might have like the fetish for it, then like to be like oh. you're into you're into body smells, right? Like, oh yeah, I love it. Let me know the scale of one to ten how bad it is. Oh, that's real bad. You need to make me shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's yeah, that's an unfortunate thought. <laughs> I mean, glad it, we got that one. <laughs> You're welcome. That's, that's where my mind goes for how we enforce these rules. Just get a guy who's super, super there. If this here. guy gets turned on, you are out the fuck <laughs> of here. He even gets more than a half chub. You're fucking gone. Like, that's it. Oh, my God. So, um, what's interesting about switching topics... Um, you, what is interesting about have, have either of you guys seen Akira, the original like movie? Anyway. I haven't. I I have actually. Uh, Eric actually showed me the video. Setsuo! Okay, yeah. It's a, it's a I don't know. Movie. It was, it's a great I, movie. I don't I don't remember a whole lot about it. But... <clears throat> it's fine. It takes place in the year 2020. Uh, at a, uh, like oh, just one more year. Following the Tokyo Olympics, which yeah. if this movie came out in the 80s, the Tokyo Olympics are happening in 2020 strangely enough that's why we were like oh my god they predicted it no so you think it, it just kind of got in their subconscious like hey this happens we gotta make this work <laughs> yeah like we got, let's just make it a we, reality we compete for the olympics in one of those years between 2018 and 2024 let's just go for 2020 i mean it would just work just put the bit right. in and push it real hard that year yeah you know it's fine well it has a it has a director and a producer okay. and it's gotten people kind of talking because Everyone always thinks, oh my god, a live-action Akira, how is that going to work? Like, it's a, it's because the whole place is kind of like a dystopian uh, Tokyo. It's a, right. like, it's run down, there's biker gangs, this and that, and there's science experiments and shit goes, like, really see, like, super sci-fi craziness, which works in animation. You can do whatever the fuck you want, right? So, but, like, so people kind of like, oh, it'll never work, blah, blah, blah. And the director, apparently attached to it, Taika Waititi. All right. Well, shit. All right. After Thor Ragnarok, I'm kind of like, well, shit, if... Uh... After everything I've seen him do, I'm just kind of like, let him do stuff. Like, yeah. if something turns out bad, we'll, we'll talk about it. Like you, if. you can get the kind of smaller scale <laughs> scenes, like in the alleyway, thinking about uh, what we do in the shadows. And then you think right. of like, the big sci-fi shit with Thor Ragnarok, I'm kind of like this... And his humor style, I'm just like, damn it, this might this might really work. And the producer, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, okay. Turns out he's All a right. fan. He wants to fi help finance this shit. Like, I mean, he's been producing wow. a lot of stuff lately, is my understanding. 
Well, was this uh, just like something that recently got announced? Yeah, something recently got announced that apparently uh, they also got the the permission to get um, like licensing and uh, not licensing, but what is it? What is it? Permits, permits to film. Like they got they got approved to get permits to film. So it's kind of like there's some headway being made and names attached to the projects. So who knows if it's going to be in development hell. Just like the Steven Spielberg Halo shit, but like whatever, it's something that you can sit there and be like, okay, okay, I can see that. Let me see that. But then speaking of like weird shit that might not work, live action, live action anime adaptations of anime, the casting of Cowboy Bebop live action. John Cho, right? That's his name, John Cho, right? John, John Cho, yeah. Cho, Harold from Harold and Kumar. Is going to be playing uh, Spike Spiegel. I'm not thrilled for it. It's nothing against John Cho. I love John Cho as an actor. I just that doesn't that's not what Spike looks or sounds like to me. That's going to be hard. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to be able to rectify it not sounding like Steve Bloom. I, I agree. Yeah. It's it's, it's one that, of those that things voice where is so iconic to that character that I don't know how I'm going to be able to move on to another one. Doesn't matter who it is. I spoke with Steve Bloom at a convention several years ago because um, that's his natural speaking voice. Right. Spike Spiegel, which also means he uses his natural voice for Shamurai Shampoo and for a few other things. It's just a natural speaking voice. That's how he... He says a good voice. That's his great voice. And yep. I always ask them, like, hey, do you ever feel like People might get tired of your voice in anime the same way that people got tired of Nolan North's voice in video games. Like, and he was just like, well, shit, like, uh... Now I do. Like, yeah, I, he almost had like a mini existential, like, oh, shit. But then he was like... What the fuck, dude? You just crushed him. You just <laughs> introduced him to a whole new... Why, ex- why, why are you bullying? I wasn't, because, like, he, he, he was one of the... He, just, he basically said, like, here's the thing, like, that's not the only voice I have, luckily. I, I understand, right. I, and I don't, I don't go out of my way to seek a role that just uses my voice. I'd like to use the, you know, talent of my my range. He plays apparently he was a director for a number of episodes of Digimon, and he voices Digimon, like a number of yep. Digimon. So like he has the ability. Yeah, he can manipulate his voice very well, but it's like a lot of directors are just kind of like. You know who we should have? Steve Bloom just doing his natural voice. <laughs> and it's like, eh, eh, I don't need that shit. I mean, you start to notice trends like that, though, in voice acting when you you know pay attention to who's doing what. I mean, there are a lot of folks that just do their voice, and they show up five or six different shows that are really popular. Yeah, and um, you're just kind of like, you hear it, and you're like... John Benjamin doesn't have multiple voices. He has... He has like three. He has Coach McGurk, he has Archer, and he has Bob from Bob's Burgers, and they are the same. No, that, it's just all his the goddamn same voice. voice. <laughs> no, he, he does do Jimmy Jr. on that show, which is just his voice but with a fake lisp in falsetto. And he does one of the teachers, so it's just him yelling in a high-pitched voice, and that's that's it. I think like, you can tell you if you, yeah. you really listen. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's one of those things where voice acting becomes one of those things that you shouldn't be noticing, but once you do, and that's why I asked them because that's kind of like sometimes I'll be like, "Oh yeah, it's Steve Bloom." Yeah, Bob like, is Jimmy Jr. I can hear that. I can hear that real well. At least with uh, John Benjamin, you're just kind of like, 
you could tell he's in on the joke of him doing his own voice. Like, right. it's fine. That's why I like They've had it. crossover episodes. Yeah, I was going to say the Archer Bob's Burgers crossover. That was great. I was going to say, realistically, every voice he does is actually just the can of cream corn from Wet Hot American Summer. So, you know. True. I mean, if you want to go that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, to continue, I guess, with movies, it feels like it dropped off for a while, the whole wrestler to actor thing. Like, it was like Hulk it, Hogan definitely was one of the earlier ones with... Uh, John Cena didn't quite do it all the way. Like, it didn't work out, I guess, fully. I mean, yeah, recently, but I mean, like, they, WWE had their movie studio, and they kept releasing crap, like the Marine, all the way through the Marine 6. Like, oh, shit, fuck, shit, really? yeah. Shit no one's gonna fucking see. Unless they're really, really looking for it, but just like, for a dollar at Walmart. The Rock was probably the last one to actually make it really mainstream outside of pure wrestling roles. Yeah. Uh, something that I learned: WWE films uh, like made the Scorpion King. Like really? Yes. I'm not surprised by that. Makes perfect sense. And that's where Rock again kind of gets in there. And then, of course... His, you know, his first role was on Star Trek. That is true. He was uh, a wrestler on the prison planet. Yeah, he was a gladiator. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Uh, that's a little, little tiny rock or pebble. It was a pebble. He wasn't... Oh, yeah, I mean, that was before the... I mean, he was comparatively tiny. He's not tiny at all, as, like, you know, human beings go. But as far as the rock goes, he was tiny. <laughs> it's always weird seeing the picture of the rock <laughs> next to Charles Barkley and Shaq. Like, cause right. the rock next to me is like, oh, shit. Like this and then, like, him next to them, he's like a child. Like, it's the weirdest <laughs> thing. He looks like a Stretch Armstrong. When he you... looks like a babby. He's a babby. He's a babby. No, but Dave Bautista seems to be going that same route. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Watching that, uh, that trailer today. So there's really a trailer good. that just came out called My Spy with Dave Bautista. Uh, Kristen Wiig. That's her name, right? Or... Yeah. No, Kristen Shaw. Kristen, Kristen Shaw. Shaw. Sorry, shit. Uh, Dave Bautista, Kristen Shaw. Leaving it in. And um, this little girl. Some child. The little girl in the preview looks like she can hold her own. Yeah, yeah, potentially. I, I, I think it's actually uh, uh, a testament to how good of an actor that Bautista is. Because, uh, you know, you, you have to be kind of a generous scene partner to work with a kid in a way that actually lets them be a character. And Right. He, he's He's got really good timing. I, I really like watching him act. Like, Fod, did you, you saw the trailer. Got like, what, what did you yeah. think so far of, like... Because it's the same kind of path, right? It's the same... Like, you yeah. had, you had the, the, the Rock do the Tooth Fairy thing. Hulk Hogan <laughs> did the, the, the Babysitter one. I forgot what, what the, it was. The Twins movie. I can't remember what it was called but i know what you're talking about yeah when well, he uh, was with this little like i don't know uh, vin diesel kind of did the vin same path the pacifier. too vin the pacifier yeah but luckily he, uh, he didn't have a wrestler that's why i was trying to like the wrestler uh, but but he he just kind of copied the the pattern though right like if you, if you look at it like he followed the same kind of thing like okay do some kids movies do some generic action he's like be the headliner of a bad movie that's fine just be the headliner of it like he kind of did the same thing, just without ever actually wrestling. I think it's the exception that proves the rule, really. Right, you can have that kind of path. But I think that Vin Diesel's kind of run, he definitely let his 
nerdier side take over because knowing his past like him playing world of warcraft him being like a huge gamer big D&D nerd like pitch black is basically his D&D character <laughs> in, in a really shitty like uh, a campaign right and <laughs> yeah it's one one min max character with a bunch of people trying to RP. Right, that's a hundred percent what it was. And then like the DM is kind of like, and these things can see at night, and you're just kind of like, oh yeah. Well, when I was oh, in Butcher no. Bay, when I was in Butcher Bay, I glassed my eyes. I could see but, at uh... night. Mm. <laughs> it's like... That's exactly it. The kid is always just like, no, actually, I have a solution. And like, he just no, you roll the dice for initiative. I'm the DM. I do what I want. Okay? You understand? So, like, it's going to go my way. You can keep making up ways to try and foil my plans, but you can't. I'm God. Uh, because of where the eyes are at, I'm going to stand right in the middle. That's where you can't see me. I'm like, okay. And then I'm going to stab it. Like, you're just going to... That's it? You're just going to stab it? Like, the guns and shit didn't work. Yeah, but my knife will work. Like, I roll for initiative. Fucking natural 20. Fuck off. He's dead. Like, oh... Okay then, we're here then. Hmm. That's that's exactly what those movies were. Because apparently on set of the second one with uh, Judy, I think fought froze. If I'm being completely honest with you, it looks I, like I fought froze. I think so because he's not moving. Fought. If you're alive, say something. I guess he's not. Um. He'll be back. He'll be back. So yeah, we lost him. <laughs> fucking pandas, man. They just never do what you want them to do. They never do what you want them to do. The second one with Dame Judy Dench, he apparently was playing D&D with Dame Judy Dench. He was teaching her how to play. Oh, do you, do you guys like Fox Face? There you go. For our, for our audio listeners. Full screen it. Full screen it. For our audio listeners, um, we lost Fox and his fucking camera got stuck. And that's now full screen. All right, going back to that. Uh, yeah, speaking of that, yeah, we're about to we're about to uh, put everything on like traditional podcasting sites, so you'll be able to get uh, this on iTunes and everything it's else. It's gonna be on Anchor FM. Like, it's great. Oh, got no. Stitcher. That's what I use. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna automatically upload the Stitcher, but now. Because we don't have font, like it changes how the screen orientation was. So now, we you and I got to be a little closer. We're gonna, the same. We're, gonna, we're gonna get intimate here. Whoa, right there. Oh, very close. Okay, I gotta get my. Can't see both of our cameras at the same time live. Oh, that's just your face. <laughs> One side is broken. Yeah, apparently one side of his headphones was broken, so that's weird. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is up with his life. Just random things. Um, <laughs> so I guess we'll do another ad read, but we don't have the other person who was, you know, there for it. So I'm just going to skip over his life. <laughs> All right. The OK Roundtable is brought to you by uh, brushing your teeth. <coughs> uh, remember when we didn't need a fancy contraption to brush your teeth? Like, you just uh, brush your teeth regularly. You didn't need a football mouthpiece that foams your teeth to clean so you don't even have to move. Just uh, brush your teeth. They're brought to you by uh, the people who brought you still having teeth and eating solid foods. 
It comes with the radical idea of caring for something vital to your health that doesn't go about. Your teeth. Brushing your teeth and maybe floss occasionally too. You gotta remember that oral hygiene is so important. And, uh, and you could say, oh, it's because your breath and your teeth. But you know what's great? Being able to talk to somebody and not have to think, something died in that person's mouth. <laughs> like, oh, oh my god. This is yeah. uh, uh, horrible. I don't want to deal with this at all. Can you step back like three more feet? That'd be great. But, all right. So, sports ball. We're going to pivot to sports ball now. We are pivoting to sports ball. So, there were two different instances instances this past week. Instances. Strangely enough, that were both extremely similar. Like, you had... Uh, an Astros umpire who ejected who who was he the batting coach what coach was he yeah. it, it was the 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 manager but like mm. such a weird situation because he's he 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 starts yelling at the dugout and AJ you know you yes uh, he starts yelling at the dugout and you know that that happens fine but you know the pitcher goes to start getting ready to start throwing the ball again, and he's still looking at the dugout. So he's not doing his actual job of refereeing this game. He's not paying attention, and this just infuriates the entire, uh, uh, you know, Houston dugout. They're, they're just not having it, and you know they just keep going at it, jawing at each other, and going back and starting to play over. And he just keeps looking at the fucking dugout, and you can hear. Yeah, you can hear AJ call him out literally on the on the game audio going, you can't be doing that. You can't do that. You can't look over here. You have to actually watch the fucking play. That's your only job. Uh, and then he ejects him, and they get into it. And you can actually see the umpire at one point go, I can do whatever the hell I want. Like, no? No, you can't just do whatever you want. You actually have a job to do. Being an umpire, being a referee is an important thing to do. It's what keeps the sport going, and you can't just take that lightly. You can't just fuck around as you feel like it, especially on a national TV where people are paying attention. It's embarrassing for the league. The one that's had an issue with, with umpires for a while, like most leagues do, and one that's going to continue to butt heads with technology as that kind of progresses. You know, eventually, people will be calling for umpires and referees to be removed from the game entirely. I mean, I think that at some point with instant replays and, and this and that, I, I can kind of get judgment calls needing to be there, blah, blah, blah. But KM, I can't hear you. I can see my mic picking up, but I haven't said anything. So am I, am I wrong? I don't know. I can hear you fine. <laughs> You're in the call. I'm quiet compared to Nick. Okay. Everyone else, how am I balance wise? This part of the brought the podcast brought to you by audio checks. <laughs> check one, check two. Sibilis, Sibilis. If anyone remembers that Tom Hank uh, routine on Saturday Night Live. Like this guy. Uh, yeah, but then you also have that. So that happens in the Astros game, and it's completely fucking out of line and really weird. 
And then you also have a referee in the Spurs game kick out Popovich, Greg Popovich, kicking out Pop from the game a minute, like less than two minutes into the game, not even a minute and a half. He's ejected from the game. And I don't remember the reason. Was there a basis given? Was there a reason given? I never saw it. There was a conversation between him and the ref, and the ref just teched him. I I, I have no idea. Like you don't com- do that, though. The confrontation like, happened after the ejection, where he was like, whoa, what? Like, he was legitimately like, what the fuck? Because he was like... Because you don't do that, especially not with Pop. Somebody who's been in the league for a long time and respected. You don't just... You don't toy with people like that. Uh, and and that's been like, becoming... He didn't throw a chair. He didn't fucking go off the rails. He was like... He may have argued a call. But oh, no. Was... I'm saying the ref shouldn't be toying with Pop like that. Like, it, it was a complete ego trip. And it's something that's been happening more and more in the NBA. You know, MLB has had issues here and there. But the NBA recently has had a lot of issues with refs. Thinking the game's about them. And it's not. Not about you. You, you were a, a servant. You are a custodian of the sport. Like you're supposed to be neutral... Yeah, you should not ever be known. People shouldn't know your name, ideally. That's how refereeing should work. And it just, uh, Unless you're Ed Hockley, and it's just all about Ed, that fucking... Ed, first down Hockley. First down. Oh, God. Like, oh, God, what a fucking beefcake that man is. Like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's, that's a man where you're just like, I don't know if I want to deal with that. Like, I don't want to argue the call that badly because I feel like he could take me in, in more than one way. Maybe I'll argue the call. It's just weird because, like, see where it goes. It's weird that it happened so quickly in two different sports, but they're very similar. There was a, yeah. someone, uh, a management member of, the, of a team um, ejected from the game over bullshit. Over what? Like over nothing. It, it seems like. And Fox computer crash. Mark W. Yep. Uh, well, as soon as he gets back, that'd be great. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's it's making sports feel really weird, cause you don't you don't get that same like level of issue when it comes to esports, because it's all digital. So like anything that happens. Like, it's all, like, well, let's look at the replay. Let's look at the computer. It's something, it's something this and that. Like, referees in in those games are more like people who are ready to be there and to hear. Like, kind of like a line judge next to the coach. When they're going to call timeout, you got to be able to hear it. Like, if someone has a computer problem, a mouse problem, a keyboard problem, they got to be, say, problem. And then the officials that, like, run the background stuff, pause it. Like, they got to be able to stop the game right then and there. That way we can fix whatever issue. It doesn't last too right. long. So you you'll never you'll probably never hear like oh man Ed Hockley of fucking Overwatch League like no, like no probably not probably nothing like the that. Refs don't play that much of a part in the game. The the game's engine does more so. The engine is the referee at that point. So right, which I kind of isn't that the way baseball is heading? Like it will automatically digitally read you out a strike or a ball like were you in the strike zone that that technology has existed for the last like 20 years could have been done ago they don't because some people are purists especially in baseball baseball is a huge tradition-based sport and i mean it'll be the last one of the big four to move to to any kind of 
you know, digital replacement or even really emphasis. I mean, just having reviews for things like home runs was controversial just a couple of years ago. Well, yeah, I know that in in European football, soccer as they call it here, football, they had a big old problem with replays. They had a huge problem with replays of whether or not the the ball broke the plane to count as a goal. Did the goalie stop right. it? And it's like I think that's worth looking at. If you broke the plane and you scored a goal, you should be able to be like, let's take a closer look and find out. Well, do you know how easy it is to actually determine that? It's not hard. We have that technology. We can actually know for sure, without question. Without There's question. No reason to question. No reason. Not for the big sports. It's one thing for like a minor league development league or something. The big one where you're dropping real big money for this to happen. You gotta you gotta go all out to get it right. The the only thing I think that they should add to needing replays and stuff like that. Uh, will be in basketball. You need to be able to double check to see if they actually got fouled. Like these, this flopping bullshit needs to stop. The, Same with the, the NFL too. The NFL flop to, to get time is is like if you have to yeah. give them an extra timeout because they need to be able to utilize that shit. Do it. Stop fucking faking injuries to add time to your goddamn like planning strategy or rest, whatever. Well, and you know, the, the revamped XFL is going direction. That's going to be running clock. It's going to be a four timeouts total for the game. So you don't have three per half. You have four total all game. Yeah, I, I, I'm not stoked about it. Really not. I don't think that's in the best interest of players that's at a, all. That's a Dan's game for me, my boy. I don't like that. But I guess that also might cut down the whole, like, the last two minutes... Being, you can play nine minutes worth of football in that in those two minutes because you timeouts this and that run out the clock it's the, you, you run out the sideline like why can't you play like that the whole time like if you're gonna if you want to extend the game so fucking much just play extend the game the whole time like not standing around like oh we're gonna burn off thirty seconds right here like I don't know it's weird it's 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 weird to me it's just weird to me. But I know that soccer is really bad with those fucking flops, and I know uh, basketball and football. Like, stop with the flops, dude. Like, if someone falls over and flops, like, you can quickly have someone upstairs be like, hey, they just fucking fell over. Nothing really happened. Or or, or check them out. Or if they do do that, you're removed from the game because you got to be checked out now. Because right. you, could, you could have a cramp. That could happen. You just get like, oh, fuck, cramped up, fell over. Even though no one was near you, no one injured you, you just went down. Like, that's 100% a possibility. But you got to be able to be then removed from the fucking game and checked out before you're able to come back. Like, there's got to be a penalty yeah. if you're just fucking faking it. Not just, oh, we're stopping the game, issuing yellow cards and red cards. and <laughs> Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, and I'm just, I get annoyed when I see that. Like, I, I've seen it live, like, I've been to a few NFL games, and I see people just kind of like, ah, like, oh, come on. So, endgame tickets, for some reason, are being sold on eBay for fucking thousands of dollars. What? Yeah. Just go the next day. I feel like, I feel like there's, there's, the, the FOMO shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't hit you that hard. 
Is it FOMO? Is it fear of... Is it f- f- fogs? Fear of getting spoiled? <laughs> Not pogs, but fogs. Fogs. I don't, I don't know. I just... That's I, my only concern is, oh, am I going to get hit and read it that morning? But, like, I'm really not worried about it. I'm, I'm, I'm not super worried about it either. We, I had this discussion uh, with a few, a few buddies of mine about movies. Because I feel like a movie like Avengers, the first Avengers, like... Maybe Age of Ultron, definitely Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. Like, these big event movies. Big crowded theaters packed to the brim, all with the intention of seeing this movie. Good thing or bad thing? Do you want to go to those things? Do you consider them an experience? I mean... I went and did a midnight release for Avengers. For Avengers. And mm-hmm. I haven't done one since. I was happy with that. Good enough. Uh, I don't like crowds. I don't, I don't like people that much. I'm generally I mean, uncomfortable around people. That's understandable. Because, like, me, I, I don't mind going to, like, kind of big event, big, big releases like that. And being part of a crowd, being part of the hype, being there, and we all—I mean, sure—when if people start clapping or whatever, it's kind of like, ugh, come on. But I think overall, I don't mind that. But for say other movies, that sort of shit is unacceptable. Like I would never go see like a horror movie release, and if if that was the hype, like I'll never see it right. opening day. I'm not gonna see fucking. Um, us or any of that like something that has atmospheric quiet moments and you know that it does you know that it does yeah no i mean i I would rather watch movies at home in my nice big tv you know surround sound theater system you know my my you know my furniture my dogs my whatever i want to eat drink whatever like Movies are expensive, man. Well, I guess it's one of those things we were talking about. Like, I think that in that particular kind of film, the experience is worth it if you're into right. that sort of thing. But it's not even that for me. I I go to movies that I want to see more of. So if it's a director I like, or an actor I like, or a studio I like, or a concept I like, I go and spend money there. Otherwise, I don't. Simple. Well, the reason I say that is because like, we were having this discussion. They were like, oh, fuck that, never, blah, blah, blah. And I'm kind of like, it's an experience. And they were like, well, this that's experience. I'm like, so, like, yeah, but like we're talking about movies. So, like, I've had, like, if you ever had a bad movie night, that's an experience. Like, you have your friends, and you're drinking, and you're watching shit movies. Oh, hell yeah. Laugh. That's an experience. You've never you ever gotten fucked up and watched The Room? Of course. Everybody does that shit. It's like, awesome. It's, it's one of those things that I feel like you can go see a big event release and take part in, in something like that. Maybe not. It's not. Maybe it's not bad movie night with your friends, but you're there with so many like-minded individuals who are, are excited for the same thing. And just I don't know. It's it feels like well, I saw Infinity War, and uh, there was this kid there, and I was like, oh, this kid's heart's about to be broken. Oh, I yep. Uh, Cause so he's gonna get fucked up. I know he doesn't have 
enough forethought to know like oh but it's okay because you know these movies are coming out uh and then on top of that we're gonna have there's gonna be a follow-up movie there's we gonna know. be a follow-up movie right so at the end of spoilers at the end of infinity war when shit is just going down this kid is just like what the fuck is happening to peter parker what is happening to Spider-Man? What's happening to Star-Lord? And he is devastated. And his dad and I had a small conversation on the way into the theater because, like, the kid almost tripped and I was like, oh, man, be careful. Like, and he was like, oh, yeah, you know. Like, it was like, yeah, dude, you had the popcorn. He fell down. You have to put down the popcorn, and that's real inconvenient. So, like, he, there was a bit of jokey banter before the movie started when we were coming in. And then right. he sat, like, next to so I got to see this kid just get crushed, and I was like, "I'm I'm also crushed, but like I at least kind of know better." But I'm just like, right. this, "This has an emotional impact," but like, it had the emotional impact it was supposed to, but also like, I knew there was gonna be a next part of the story. Yeah, it's just know funny to see that little kid just. Like, I don't know, die on the inside. It was amazing. It's something you would never have gotten if I just watched that at home. Good. It's it's great. But I, I would, but would you pay, like, I think the highest one... Because a lot of them, I think, are fake bids. Like, it's those stupid fake bids. Like, we're just going to raise the number up high and then never fall yeah. through on it. Like, there was one that was like $10,000. Like, no one's going to pay for that. No one's going to pay no. for that. Like, what theater are you going... What seat do you have that's so fucking good? That someone's going to drop thousands of dollars to go see that shit. No chance. No, no. the last time we went to saw Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, about three or four weeks ago, and uh, the theater we went to was really nice. It had to, like heated reclining seats and, and real food, not just like popcorn stadium affair stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a nice experience. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, expensive. And you start to go and deal with people and you know, stuff, so, I don't know, yeah, it was great, but, like, a once a quarter kind of event, we're not doing that every other week, you know, yeah, that's not, the, that's not the theater you go to, to be like, oh, you know, what's, what's, uh, what's on this week that we could go see, that's not there a, just aren't really any better theaters around, like, there's one theater that does lower price stuff, and does, like, foreign films and whatnot, but it's on the other side of town, and the interstate's currently broken, so, Feels, get there. feels the problem of transportation, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, hang on a second. Time to, time to get the, the last the last little ad read on. Let me read this. <clears throat> All right. Since since Bots is not back yet, it would be great to transition to this. Uh, and finally, uh, Roundtable is probably sponsored by Water. Uh, it's in most of what you drink, but you probably don't don't actually drink the stuff, unlike me who has my wife who, according to to Huff, ah, we've all heard of the eight glasses a day rule, but let's face it, we'd be happy if we just if you just drink any. Water helps cleanse your body of natural waste, promotes temperature regulation, lubricates and cushions joints, and helps protect uh, sensitive tissues. And uh, all your sensitive tissues, all your sensitive bits. So water, drink some before you die of dehydration. And I know of people who who tend to like only drink energy drinks and stuff. 
no, 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 my dude. Like, it ha that has water in it. It's in the ingredient label. But here's this the is, problem. This you is God's energy drink. You have an ingredient label on your shit. You might want to double check how much of it you're actually drinking. All right. Mmm. Mmm. And of course, when when my wife was being being naughty, Huff knows. Gotta gotta smack that. All right. Anyway, gotta 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 make it weird. Um. Gotta make it weird. I gotta make it weird. So. Since I brought up us, I brought up uh, Jordan Peele's Jordan Peele's movie, fantastic movie. Um, he made a statement that I just I honestly think that it was just said it was worded badly. That that's all it was. His statement was worded badly when they because but here's a question: Why would you ask him that? You would not ask. The reverse question, because right. because people wouldn't. always say like, oh, but if you change that, if you change the fact that what he said was from black to white, that would make it racist, right? Like, no, it wouldn't. The question itself, the premise of the question is is bad. Hey, would you ever cast a white lead? Nah, I don't think I'd ever cast a white dude. I've seen that movie. Like he was asked the question, and said he probably would not cast a white lead, and they're like, David. Jordan Peele hates white people was the kind of narrative that people took away from that. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the exact quote, and, you know, he says, I feel fortunate to be in this position where I can say to universe, 20 million. Oh, well, you're cutting like out. Like, uh, anyway, uh, I'll, I'll start over. Uh, he says, I feel fortunate to be in this position where I can say to Universal, I want to make a $20 million horror movie like family, and they say yes. I don't see myself casting a white dude as lead in my movie. Not that I don't like white dudes, but I've seen that movie. It really is one of the best, greatest pieces of this story, is feeling like we are in this time. Renaissance has happened and pr uh, proved the myths about representation in the industry are false. So he's talking about this movie, making this movie, and the point of this movie is to actually have representation. Casting a white lead in a movie about a black family. Representation doesn't make sense. I have to break it to you guys. That doesn't work. As much as it takes place, and, in and saying period, that isn't racist. I hate to but, break it to you. But the 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 narrative basically became: <laughs> Would you cast a white dude? Not. Nah, I wouldn't cast a white dude. Oh, Jordan Peele. I've had so many. But, but that's just not what he said. I see a lot of film not what bros. The question was, it's not what he said. A lot of film bros are are all worked up about it. Oh, if 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 a white director had said. I'm well gonna cast a black guy, and it's like that's not what he really said, though. Like that—that that would be inappropriate if he was like, "I'm not gonna cast a black guy." Not was said. He, that's not what the inverse of what was said is either. It has nothing to do with what was said. It's just something else you made up. It's a non sequitur. It's honestly the strangest thing because it's intellectually uh, dishonest. Yeah, but isn't there a lot of discourse? I think I think a major issue with the way that people were kind of wording it and taking it is that it should be it should be looked at like a perspective issue no one has ever looked at a white director putting out a perspective that he understands because it's what he grew up with it's what he knows and said why don't you tell it from a japanese viewpoint like no one's gonna tell him that like that's that's ridiculous 
But yeah. like you're asking Jordan Peele, who doesn't have that same perspective of being white, hey, you you have a lot of perspective in your movies. That's from black people. How weird. Like, but you would never see you you find me a Swedish director who's gonna do Swedish things. I'm gonna sit there and be like, oh, he's telling that from his perspective. There's some there's some perspective there of his life and him knowing things. Same with English. They will know English things. Scottish, Scottish things. No one's gonna sit there, that's the white perspective. Like, no no no. His cultural perspective is there. Or her right. cultural perspective. When a woman makes a movie from the female perspective, that's because she has that perspective. Like I'm I'm so I'm so over this like, oh, how come black because that's a culture. Um, American blacks have their culture that was developed because of a lack of history. Like, this is an American issue directly. A South African can have a completely directly South African perspective. And it has nothing to do with, oh, well, he's black and white. No, no, it's a South African thing. And they have apartheid and they had, a, they had all these things. And they have yeah, their, their own, own special bullshit. Yeah. Like, you can't just sit there and and be like, oh, why, 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 why don't we have... Why doesn't the... Uh, why doesn't Taika Waititi... <laughs> Tell less uh, things about New Zealand. Like I don't understand. Like, why you just not talk funny like that? Like, why you got an accent? Why you talk funny that way? <laughs> why brown man talk funny? Oh like, my well, god! It's... You can't just ask someone why they're Jeez. white. <laughs> you don't even go here. You don't even go here. Like, I thought we fixed this in Mean Girls. I thought we fixed this in 2008. Like, we're over. We knew the problem there. <laughs> Didn't even go there. Ah. Oh. Uh, th- there is White History Month. It's the other eleven. It's called the. It's called the U.S. It's called curriculum. all the time. Public school all curriculum. The time is White History Month. It's like, look, look how great it is to be white. It's constant. <laughs> it's a nonstop roller coaster. I'll, I'll let you know when we stop celebrating being white, so we can start celebrating the next iteration of being white. We ha- we have to stop one before we can do the other. Eggshell history appreciate. Wait, no. Uh... Ivory. A bit of the off-brand, off-white. We're doing great. Uh, Respawn, the developers behind Titanfall, and of course them personally, a bunch of other games, but they had a new bandwave hit, and one of the problems that Apex Legends has had recently is cheaters. Okay. Like, a lot of bots. Like, even we had a That's... bot. Like, there's a video on our YouTube channel where we had a bot in our game. Like, holy crap. That's pretty typical of, of any of those big Battle Royale games to get popular. This comes to the territory. I'm just excited because what they did was they uh, hardware like they hardware banned them. Like hardware I IP them, banned them. It was ridiculous. So they were like, Oh, I can't even get on my regular account because uh, it just automatically bans me. I can't create new accounts, it just automatically bans me. It's like if, even if you only used it once, yes. If you took the time to drop $30 to buy a cheat for a game that's free and they said you are no longer allowed to play on that computer, good. Good. I'm happy. I'm happy that you didn't want to take the time to play fairly and now you're not allowed to play. Like I hope that they continue to find you and continue to ban your shit. 
they don't need you in any game for any reason. You're kind of useless. Like, if you want to fuck around, go play games in single player and do whatever the fuck you want. But don't don't cheat in multiplayer. People there, pay money for that. There's a great there's a great um, clip that came on the Overwatch subreddit uh, where someone like I hope this person doesn't get banned because again he did use a he is using a cheat. But like this is what this person did. He created an aimbot for the piano in in Paris, the Paris map. Okay. So. Because the piano actually plays. If you hit the keys, it actually hits the thing like like the piano. Right. So he he made an aimbot and then ran a script to play um, All Star, I think. <laughs> like so, there's a dun 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 dun. Like, and I'm just like, kudos, kudos. You you took the time to script out how it would play each individual note, and you made a little song. That's that's. Ridiculous, but fucking worth it. Fucking worth it, I think. So, here's the ultimate irony. Okay. One of the things we wanted to talk about today was uh, Fott's new computer. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Fott's computer has crashed, and that's why he hasn't been with us. Uh, he recently, very recently, just built an entirely new system, like piece by piece. Like he bought the case first, then he bought a motherboard, and then he got did it upright. He got a twenty eighty, he got a twenty seven hundred X chip, he got an M two stick, he's got Everything that you think, yeah, this is a system that is... It's a perfect rig. This is a, this is a powerhouse. This is going to be good for gaming. I can record stuff. I can do video editing. We are in. And then mm-hmm. all he should be doing right now is have Discord open, maybe a Chrome page, and maybe. discussing things. And his computer crashed on him. And he has not been able to be a part of this podcast for the second half. We even had part of the ad reads and stuff with him as being part of it. And he could not. It's, uh, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. Uh, speaking of those ad reads, if uh, anyone out there uh, is willing to sponsor, I'm willing to, to, to do it. Give us money. Give us stuff. <laughs> uh, give me money. Money now. Money me, please. Money me. Money now. Money me, please. Give me a, a very many money. Yeah, I mean, like uh, anything. To, anything to support us, keep us going. Figure out what the fuck happened to fucking Fox computer. You know. <sighs> Who knows? It, it's it's a. Fought. I mean, six is nothing. That's not enough to crash your system. Like, yeah, that's that's not a lot. My, my dude. fucking potato can do six tabs. It's fine. I'm watching us on Twitch. I have, like, yeah, one, she's two, crazy by that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, plus plus Discord, plus the uh, 
plus OBS, like plus everything. Like you can't, you know, don't don't give me that six tabs. If, if not with the the rig you set up, yeah. If your rig is crashing at six tabs open on Chrome, we need to take a second look at your system, cause there might be an issue. We might need to get Zix up on this. All right, we might need to get Ray to figure this out. Um, let's see. I don't know. It's it's just interesting that we were going to talk about his computer, and this is exactly what happens to him. And it makes it difficult because, like, it, it changes how the camera looks. Mm-hmm. And it's the reason why we're now super close up because the area in which we had our, I had it in, I don't know. So it's, it's a little You're annoying. Frames. Am I? Yeah, just for a second there. There, you're right, I was. Let's see if it gets fixed. And then we'll have to edit this out. We, we hear the beep sound before we need to cut. Seems to be Boop. back. Seems to be back. Oh, god damn that Boop. ad read. That ad read was hilarious. Cut to it right now. Cut to it. Boop. And we're back. Wasn't that awesome? You should all check out the UPS. That's, 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 it's so weird it has to be so generic, and that's hilarious to me. <sighs> it's my fucking job to understand what Yeah, shit. I know, I know. Uh, is it, okay, if we can, if we can, like, loop back around to the casting of the uh, Cowboy Bebop thing, because you had John Cho, but, like, everything else was also okay, I guess? Like, I don't they made, they I mean, made... the casting is not bad. It's just you can't possibly cast that right. You're not going to make everybody happy. You're not going to make anybody happy, probably. But I, I don't think you ever could. Like, yeah, it's one of those things where maybe you shouldn't, uh, but it's like, I, I don't know. We don't I, live in an era of movies in which you don't make movies because you shouldn't. Like, right. Movies are going to get made. So you just have to accept that they're going to happen and hope for the best. So I accept that this is going to happen and hope for the best, but I'm not stoked about it because it's never going to be right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering, not necessarily the reason, I get the reason, but I, I wonder if, um, they, they have Bla- a Jet being played by, uh, Mustafa Shakir. And yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, I, I think part of Jet's character in the show really played up the fact that he was like like this bigger dude who because he got betrayed like that it's a trust issue from a bigger dude and i feel like mustafa shakir the, the whole point of his character was skinny. yeah the whole point of his character was the 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 gentle giant the little teddy bear like he's big and burly but he's also got a soft side but he'll break you in half if he has to and oh man not 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 the kind of build i was expecting hundred percent bigger dude. Like, 100%. Like, I don't know. Like if you brought in a, a, a Mike Coulter, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's about the right size of the thing. If, you know. Even if you brought in Terry Crews, I think that he could he could be yeah. 
Because again, yeah, I think he, I think as long as you dressed in baggy, because I don't think he's meant to be ripped, but like you could hide it under. He's your, meant to be jumpsuit. ripped, but he's meant to be like he has the the prosthetics. He has right. the the, fa- the the prosthetic leg and the prosthetic arm. Like, and as I'm saying, in the show, he is pretty jacked. And I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where I see it and I go, okay, if you want to if you want to cast a, a, a black actor, that's fine. I don't I don't care. But cast a I mean, I always, big intimidating guy. I always pictured him as being black, jet black. I assumed it was just kind of on the nose. I mean, like, but you see in the show, like he, he's he's. I mean, in the same way that Spike Spiegel is Asian. Well, the the whole the whole thing with uh, like John Cho. Martian. Right, he's Martian. Who gives like, <sighs> who gives a fuck? But they also have like you know. Like eight more Asian-looking characters, like at least Southeast Asian-looking characters, in the background of the show, they have people yeah. who, def- who are definitely white. Like, well, it's Ed, a no-win Ed's... situation. It doesn't matter how you cast it or what your motivation is. You'll do it wrong. Somebody's opinion, because so many people are looking for you to do things wrong. Well, because like Ed's so. Ed's father is very, very typically uh, white. Faye Valentine right. is very white. Right. Like her entire backstory is that she was, I think. Like, she was on Earth or some shit, but, like, where she's... I don't know. It's one of those things where once you start adding space travel and all this other crazy shit, like, who cares? Like, some people were more tan than others. Some people grew up in a much harsher environment. They had war on Titan. Like, there's... There's there's definitely something that you can interpret differently. It's a fucking anime. Who gives a shit? Like, you, you really shouldn't. And it's kind of one of those things where whenever they cast uh, Scarlett Johansson as uh, Major, um, as Major, right? they're like, oh, but her, her, she's Asian. It's kind of like, she's also not a like physical, not a hu- actual human being. She's fully not, cyborg. Not That's kind of the, in the show itself, like they explore consciousness and what it means to be a real person. Does your body right. matter? Is there really a soul? Because depending on where you, what's what source material you go to, in like the original manga, I think she was, I think she was a she was six, which translated to standalone complex. She was about six when she got in the accident and became full prosthetic. And right. in this movie, I I, forgot, I exactly forgot exactly where it was from, but it doesn't matter. In the in the other movies, there's four other movies. Arise, in the Arise movies, she was still in the womb when she was transferred to a... Like, they were, her mom was pregnant, like, full almost full term, got into a wreck, died, and they, like, to save her, they were like, let's try to see if we can transfer her consciousness into a cyborg body. And so, like, it becomes this thing where she's never really had a body. She's never known having a body. And it, it becomes this existential thing about who gives a shit about this. Like in standalone complex, she she's clearly presenting female. And then you have Bato basically ask her, "Hey, so how come you ever like use a male chassis? You'd be stronger, like you, you this and that." And she's like, "Yeah, but I wouldn't be as fast, and I won't be able to use uh, like my sexuality as a tool." Right. Like she uses it as a as a weapon. Because it doesn't mean the same to her. Because ever since she was six, she's been in that uh, prosthetic body. Right. 
like it doesn't it doesn't matter and like it's such a weird like in the, in the original movie the 96 movie she ends up like fusing with like the hacker at the end spoilers for a movie that's fucking over 20 years old she ends up fusing with the other person and they become a whole new being and that's where it's like am I really am I major still it's kind of like I'm I'm not but I am and I'm not the other person but I am but this is who I am now and it raises all these existential questions. So when they were like, oh yeah, Scarlett Johansson, I didn't give a shit. And all the people who were like, that's whitewashing shit. Who cares? Like That entire show is about that. Is about that your your external means nothing. And I think that you, when you play around with that theme, I think you can kind of get away with it. And they, right. and they did. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm just like, uh, We're just going to uh, limit ourselves artistically if we keep gatekeeping who can tell what stories. Right. Like that's, that's the long and short of it. Like, And it's kind of getting tired. It's really getting tired. I like, understand. Why don't we judge things based off of the individual merits of what... I understand not wanting to uh, have stories that end up falling into the white savior trope. Totally get that. But like, if it's just telling a story and you have this actor who's going to do things... Fucking let it. Like, okay, so you've obviously seen the anime, right? Cowboy Bebop? You've seen it. Yeah. Alex Hassel as Vicious. That's who, what, what are your thoughts? I don't know if you've seen him in anything. Uh, I, I don't know him from anything, but, I mean, I don't have any issues with it. When we're okay, then, then pure based on how his looks, I think that he could fucking scare the shit out of me. Yeah, that, that's the most important part of Vicious. His look isn't important to me one or the other. Really. It's it's how he comes across. He needs right. to come across as... Intimidating. Uh... Uh, <laughs> but for real, like, though, he's got to be intense. As long as he is, cool. Like, Faye, Faye's look doesn't care doesn't care a lot of weight for me. Like, I think it works. Big titty police think... girl. I don't know. Big titty bounty hunter? Yeah, like, it, you know... It doesn't have to be anything specific. She she doesn't know her past. Like the entire show is kind of like she uses the superficial because that's all she has. Right. And it's kind of one of those things where when you actually start looking at the characters and and, and depth nature that these characters go and they're like, Oh, she's gonna be cast just for her looks. In the show, that's all she has. She doesn't know anything. That's actually the point. Right, like you're kind of, you're kind of just making the points for them. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, why is he gonna play by John Cho? Like, okay. I like John Cho. It's like the voice is the biggest issue for me. That's it. Like, like hair and clothes goes a long way, but voice, voice is gonna be tough. And I, I think as long as I get the characterization right, it it, it would be the same to me as if you just change the music style like it doesn't have to be a huge change just like instead of being like true like jazz it was like dixieland jazz that would be weird it'd be weird and it wouldn't feel right it would feel off a little bit not bad not wrong just off same thing i just i don't know luckily luckily i I hope it's good uh, yeah hopefully it'll be good they haven't cast edward and they haven't cast uh that's another thing that's going to really bother me. Uh, if they fuck up casting it, the whole thing's fucked. Yeah. Like, 
and Spike are the things you have to nail for me for it to work. Well, cause it, yeah, gonna, it's going to be a series. It is a series, right? Yeah, it's a series. Yeah, it's, it's getting the Netflix-style treatment, 10 episodes, uh, which, again, is how most indie movies are going nowadays. It's going as a Netflix show for roughly 10 to 13 hours. Uh, I'm excited. I think that yeah. I think 10 hours, they can really dive deep into... You can do stories right with that amount of time. Yeah. It, Cause, you cause don't have to do too much. Original anime is 24, 24 episodes, right? So yes, like twenty minutes each, like you get three in, so that's seven hours. You get seven, so you're getting three extra hours worth of bebop. Yeah, in a in, a, the, same, in the same story, but like things have to slow down, of course, because of live action. Live action is definitely filmed slower. Uh, if you guys have ever seen the Every Frame of Painting about editing and how um, animation editing can be faster because you can read information a lot faster when you're filming live action it takes a lot more frames to get the same information across it's it's a very interesting video i suggest checking it out okay. but um that's weird to end to end to kind of wrap up the podcast with recommending someone else's youtube channel like they they, they stopped making videos which i'm sad about but at the same time it was a, a partnership apparently there was two people doing it and they were just kind of like there was no more time they were starting to get real gigs real editing gigs real storyboard artist gigs like that kind of shit and i'm right. like like okay you guys right at time yeah yeah like the, it's time to wrap it up like oh, okay that's that's good and i hope that one day like i don't know how many years from now they just come back and say there's a topic that we just had to come back for like i would be i'd be so down it's like homestar runner like did you know that they were uh work they they those guys are like working on Gravity Falls and doing Cartoon Network no, stuff. Like, I didn't. Yeah, that makes no, sense. It makes a lot of sense that they, they Team Girl Squad, was, was like went off to make like Strong Bad, all this shit, went on to make actual animation stuff for a bigger studio instead of just, you know, for themselves. It's fucking yeah. amazing. But yeah, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Fought never came back, so this would be a very strange... Uh, video as uh, the perspective gets fucked up and the audio is going to be like wow there was another guest here but now it's not uh, we'll be uploading it through Anchor FM and we're going to um, try to make sure because I think Anchor FM uploads to like <laughs> Apple uh, iTunes podcast Google podcast I don't know about the other ones we'll have to find out once it does go through and we'll search for it what was the one that you used again uh stitcher stitcher so pretty soon these episodes will also be going up like we're gonna be doing these live friday and they'll be on youtube monday and they'll also be uploaded to anchor monday so then by wednesday i think it'll be uploaded to regular podcast stuff uh so you know just an outlook if you want to check it out that way check it out live you know whatever it takes but thanks for stopping by, and uh, we'll catch you next time. See you guys.